Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. Oh, 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 you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. And a happy Memorial Day to you and yours listening here on Fox Sports Radio. We have got ourselves somebody with a major issue in the world of sports, but it's a familiar issue, and we will get into that here coming up just a couple of moments from now. He is Jeff Schwartz. I am Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio, and wherever you are taking part in this program, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We we appreciate you making us a part of your Memorial Day as we take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and he is the man himself the one and only jeff schwartz good morning i am glad to be here hope everyone enjoys their memorial day uh, and we have a lot to talk to about i'm very pumped about that but first off i want to give congratulations to clay who obviously um, is moving on off this show uh, got his own show with buck sexton um, i've known clay now for 13 years jonas he act the first time we met he was um training for the combine with us. I was part of a group of athletes uh, training for the combine in Nashville, in Cool Springs at the D1 facility. And I remember there was this guy who was with us who I, I was like, is this a kicker? Like, is it, like, what is happening here? He was lifting with us and running with us, and I was very confused on what was happening. Clay was there to write a book 
on the combine training experience. The book never, <laughs> uh, never materialized. Um, but imagine that. Could you have 13 years ago, Jonas, could you have stepped in with <laughs> NFL players and done – he did the full, the full combine training. He took nothing off. He did everything with us. Okay, um, I, I I could do it, but I'd finish dead last in every single event. Well, yeah, I don't I don't think he finished. I don't think he was. But I, I was like, oh, is this a kicker? A weird kicker that's with us? Um, and so uh, when he got out, kick, uh, he gave me the first opportunity to to host radio. I when I retired, I asked him like, hey man, if you just if you need someone to fill in, you know, can I can I do it? I really didn't have much experience. He's like, sure. And so me and Jason Martin, um, back when Jason was producing the show, uh, we we would do it now. Obviously, I love doing it with you. And so just congratulations to him. Yeah. Um, it uh, it's a great opportunity, obviously. Um, and uh, you know, he's worked hard for it, and and uh, he'll start doing that. What now? Three weeks from today, I think. So yeah, uh, excited it- for him. And uh, no, well said. And and Clay's always been uh, always been super cool to me. Uh, always, uh, you know, anytime I've had the chance to talk to him, he's always been a good dude to me. And there's a, there's a lot of people who feel what whatever they feel about the guy. But in my interactions with him, in my dealings with him, he's been a total class, really good dude. Um, you know, always uh, you know always appreciate uh, the opportunity to get to fill in and get to talk uh, sports here, uh, especially early in the morning, and especially when there's a story out there, Jeff Schwartz, and I feel like we've seen this before. All right, I, I feel like we've been down the Anthony Davis injury issue before. I don't know why. I just feel like there's something uh, when it comes to Anthony Davis and the injuries that, that seem to pop up uh, pretty frequently, and that's something is the fact that he goes down with a groin strain. He's day-to-day, so whether or not he'll be able to go and, and, and play on Tuesday in the Lakers game, who knows, but L.A. loses game four to the Phoenix Suns. That series now tied at two games apiece, and uh, LeBron James spoke afterwards about his dealings with groin injuries. I tore my groin on, uh, on Christmas Day in Golden State and uh, rehabbed, rehabbed and rehabbed until I was able to get back on the floor and um, still wasn't um, where I was before I toured, um, you know, my first year with the Lakers. You know, I, I worked my tail off in the offseason, um, you know, just to get back to, you know, playing at a, a, a restrict, a unrestricted, um, you know, level. So uh, I can only speak from my experience. I, I can't, I, I'm not, like I said, I don't know the severity of his injury. So there is a LeBron talking about uh, groin uh, tears and uh, and strains and all of this stuff. But this just feels like a familiar story. We've seen this so many times when it comes to Anthony Davis. We have. And I have torn my groin. Um, I know the feeling. It's not a fun feeling. I, I'm not a big, tall basketball player. I was a big, fat lineman. Um, and I did it in a game. I played through the game. I played the next week as well. I, I probably should have. I was young. It was my second year in the NFL. Um, you know, my groin was black and blue. It was pretty disgusting. I didn't know any better, but I kept playing. Obviously, different positions would do different things. I'm not saying that, that he should come back right away. I think I was pretty foolish. But And you were a tackle, right? Uh, at that point, I was a tackle, yeah. Okay, so so like having to pass block. Oh, yeah, it wasn't fun. They 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 wrapped my groin during the game over my pants. So like <laughs> it wasn't even like they would try to hide it. I have a, I need to find the picture. I have a picture of myself. It's like in the middle of the game celebrating with like this leg. Ra- it's just it's terrible. <laughs> it's so, it's like so bad. I look like I'm a 20 year veteran, even though I, I it's my my third start of my actually my second start ever as an NFL player. I have this groin like, and we were and I remember we, we were hurt. We were hurting. We were already in, and our center Ryan Cleo looked at me and was like, "You're not going out of this game." So I kept playing it. But I'm look. I, I managed to do it according to the. Research that I have done, this looks like 
the 27th injury in Anthony Davis's career. Jesus. And man. the list is all over the place, right? It's finger, ankle, back spasm, sore groin, sprained shoulder, right hip strain, concussion, unfortunately, right? Lower back, sore quad, another contusion, a left knee swelling, a sore ankle, a sore groin. Now, he has not been hurt enough outside of this season to miss a ton of games, right? If you look at in his career, he's played 60 games, 66, 68, 61, 75, 75. So he's played a good amount of games. He just is always beat up. And when you're always beat up, you're never playing 100%, right? And you always have a built-in excuse of, ah, you know, just, nah, just not 100%, right? And if you look at what they need from him now, they need him to be close to 100%. And the groin injury is going to be tough to play with. LeBron's absolutely right. Depending on the, the, the degree of how bad this is, this is not good for the Lakers. <laughs> I'm a Lakers fan. I don't feel great about it. Um, but how reliable is Anthony Davis moving forward now, right? I mean, last year was the first time he was really healthy. And guess what? They won the championship, right? I mean, the Lakers, when AD is playing as good as he can play, when he realizes, hey, I'm a top five player in the NBA. I can do whatever I want when I want to do it. The Lakers are unbeatable, Jonas. No one is beating them. No matter how poorly they shoot, no matter what, you know, they have no, no, no other, no, no production, no guaranteed production outside of those two guys, LeBron and AD. No one's beating them, Jonas. So if they can get him back, they'll win the series. If not, who, who are the Lakers relying on to give him points, consistent yeah. points in games, you know, five, six, seven? And also, there's no wiggle room now because they lost that game. So had they had they still, you know, managed to win this game, or, or he deals with the groin injury and it happens later on in the game, then the Lakers are sitting at three-one, and there's some wiggle room at least because you could theoretically sit him for two games and just roll out your best lineup in Game Seven if that if that was the plan and try and try and win this game in seven if if you hadn't already closed it out without him. Now you you, you need him because it, all of a sudden Game Five, it's a quick turnaround. You're not having the extra day of rest. Uh, uh, um, uh, to, to be able to get back uh, into the action like Chris Paul had, who, who got a couple of, an extra day off in between yeah. game three and game four. By the way, I, I'm not trying to make any accusations here. All right. But what that I've dealt with shoulder injuries before. I, I've blown my rotator cuff multiple times. Yeah. I'd love to know what he took before game four because he looked outstanding. Well, so if it's a shoulder contusion, what they said it was, right? Um, you know, that's just a bruise. So when those loosen up, you're fine. So I, I mean, he might have taken some some good, some good stuff too. But but you know, it's not like a, a a rotator cuff injury, which is what you had, or or separated shoulder, or any sort of other internal. It's just a at least if if it's if this is what it was, it's just a a bone bruise, right? Contusion. It, it, it didn't look like he was, that was a bone bruise the way he was laboring with that. Thing. Well, I mean, I look, let's be fair. They're, they're NBA players. Sometimes, um, you know, when they hit the floor, uh, it, Oh, it, how dare it, you? It feels, these are, these are warriors. Jeff it Schwartz. Feels how dare like you? Like at times there's a little exaggeration with the pain level. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's happening. I mean, look there, I, I do not watch soccer. So I, I've only seen videos of it. So I will not compare it to soccer because I don't watch it on a regular basis. But I mean, there's no sport in America where someone is dead and then plays two minutes later. Like, I, I just, I, it's still, it's mind-blowing to me sometimes. Like, you're like, oh, this guy, out forever. Back at, back in next series. You know, um, maybe maybe all these guys just grew up big Undertaker fans. I don't think you need to be that judgmental about it. Maybe <laughs> these guys are trying to work on their wrestling craft and their entertainment craft. Come on, Jeff. I talk about a lot of sports, obviously. I watch baseball. I've been big on college softball right now as the College World Series is happening. Um, I'll tweet about most anything. NBA fans 
are so defensive about their players. Oh, of course. It is. It, it, I'll tell you what, NBA fans, you guys, you guys, you go hard for your NBA players. It's okay, guys. They, Anthony Davis the other day, I thought his nose exploded into a bazillion pieces. He wasn't. He just they called timeout. And he was back. Like I, he wasn't even moving on the floor. I thought like his nose was broken. I thought it was there was no way that he was going to be back in that game, and he was back. So I mean, look, okay. So NBA players a little bit sometimes uh, the the injury exaggeration, but for 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 on a real time, like Chris Paul, if it's a shoulder contusion, which is what they said, it's just a bruise, right? So it's a bad bruise a contusion, like a left like a thigh contusion. Man, you can't even walk sometimes if those tighten up. If you get them, I've had them before. Um, so, Jonas, once that loosens up, you're fine. And obviously, yesterday we saw he played much better. Suns played much better. Booker played much better. Um, obviously, it's very important to have him back. I think it just makes Booker's game just so much easier, right? He's not as worried about yeah. uh, distributing as he is just yep. making baskets. Um, but once it loosens up, he'll be he should be fine the rest of the series. And now the Anthony Davis, here's the other part of this that I was thinking about. So obviously, he dealt with the Achilles or whatever it was that he dealt with this year, which I still haven't gotten a clear cut answer on but but he was dealing with something like that which was a significant injury based on the fact of how they were evaluating it to where they were taking a we're going to evaluate it every two weeks approach and to me that seems like something that they're concerned could be an issue down the road well you know this i mean when you start to overcompensate that's when other things start to happen like like i i had plantar fasciitis i started to overcompensate next thing you know the knee on the other leg started hurting because you start walking differently so now that he's got this groin issue He's no doubt about it, not going to be close to 100% for game five, even if he is available. I would think now that puts, you know, the other injury he dealt with earlier on high alert because he's going to have to overcompensate because he's not going to be able to move as well. His gait's not going to be the same as it was before. I I think this is a problem, man. I, I think this is a legitimate problem. Oh, it's 100% a problem. Like, this is the rest of the playoffs now for the Lakers. They're going to have to worry about whether or not AD can play, and let alone making it through this series. Um, and, yes, you overcompensate. And the way Anthony Davis plays, right, he, he is um, a big man who is very mobile, right? He's on the ground a lot as he drives yeah. the lane. He's always falling down. Remember, he was he was a point guard in high school until he grew about 17 inches in, in one offseason. So he's always taking the ball from, you know, from the top of the key, driving the lane, and then falling down. And, you know, that – is leading to a lot of these injuries, um, and that's the, that's a style of play, and it does lead in the question of whether or not you know, his training. And I, I don't know how he trains. I don't know how he spends his offseason. Whether that plays a role in his injuries. I mean, you look at his list: twenty-seven injuries, and some of these are not always um, you know, not always uh, you know groin tears. But you know, I wonder if the way he trains and eats and prepares um, is the reason why he's getting so many injuries. And look, I know it's. Look, I was always hurt in the NFL. I had six surgeries in the NFL. I had another one, another injury, the dislocated big toe. I was out for, for three oh, months. Oh, God. I, you dislocated your big toe? Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Like, what direction was it pointing? Up. Oh, so it popped off? Yeah, I'll send you the picture if you want to see it. No, I don't um, want to see. I don't want to see the picture. Of your toe yeah. decapitated. Like yeah, Jesus. Just, well, no, it just it, it, it was at like the at the base. It like popped up. Ah. Like, so, um, look, being labeled injury prone is an awful label. I hated it um, because the way I felt about it was a lot of my injuries: broken ankle twice, 
uh, hip surgery, like groin surgery. Like they weren't um, abdominal surgery, not really groin surgery. They weren't training injuries, right? They weren't things that like I didn't I didn't break my leg because I didn't train hard enough. Right? I, didn't, I didn't dislocate my toe because I didn't eat properly. I didn't, I didn't you know I didn't, I didn't have hip surgery because of of a lack of effort that I put in. And so I hate the injury label because to me it implies you don't work hard enough, right? Yeah. Or you don't you don't do enough to make sure that you stay healthy. Look, I, it is fair to question. Anthony Davis, man, you have 27 injuries now since 2012. Is there is there something you're doing as a player preparing for the season that's not helping you make it through the season and stay healthy? Again, some of these injuries, look, a sprained ankle, a sprained knee, um, and Achilles is, can be a training injury. Um, you know, all these – is it a training concern? Is there something you can do this offseason that puts you in a better position to not have injuries next year? Well, it's like uh, the Chargers. The Chargers have always dealt with injuries, right? It's yeah. just like – I mean, they've just had awful luck when it comes to injuries. And at some point, you got to ask the question, is it is it luck or is there something that, that, that is happening there that, that maybe they need to reevaluate or, or rethink what they're doing? Because when you have that many injuries in one place, you got to start asking questions. And I think it's fair to ask the questions that you just asked about what his, what his regimen is, what he's doing, and the fact that this is a constant issue. I mean, constantly. Look, and, and this is also the game prior. He sprained his knee. Like he came down and tweeted. So he came into this game with a sprained knee, and then he's got the groin on top of it. And that adds on to the other injury he dealt with earlier this year that he missed a bunch of games for. So this is, yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, listen, I know you're a Laker fan. I'm not going to ask you about your, your level of confidence uh, for the rest of the None. series. Uh, all right, so you think they're done. I mean, I, who is, look, LeBron at times, I think is too passive, right? I think we saw, we've seen now in many halves of this series, he, he did nothing. But then the second half, he played really well, and you know, he ended game two and three the way he wanted to. Yesterday, we just didn't see that from LeBron, right? I mean, there were spurts, but he, I think he, I think for the first six minutes of third quarter, he took one shot. I mean, like, he just, he's so frustrating sometimes. Um, who is the second guy? He can't do this by himself, not, not against the Suns. Who, who are they going to get points from? Consistent points. Is, game, J, is J.R. Smith still on the team, or is he not? Did that? Uh, I, I do not think he's on the team anymore. Okay, so no J.R. Um, Smith. Let's go through. Who this. are they getting points from consistently? Like that's the problem to me is that you, you they can't shoot right. I think yesterday was their best shooting game, at least early in the game from three, which you know they made it. You know when when you score seventy points in the paint like you did in game three, no matter how you shoot. But AD is not going to play this game. I wouldn't play him in game five. I just wouldn't. I would yeah. wait till game six and seven. Um, hopefully, you steal one of those games and. You don't have to play him very much. But, I mean, Jonas, who, who are they getting points from? Listen, I'm going down all-time Laker greats, and I, I've come to uh, – I've gotten all the way to Zasha Vujicic, uh, and, I, and, I, and I cannot seem to figure out who the, uh, who the other option is going to be for the Lakers. I think I, I would take him uh, right now. Okay. <laughs> I would take someone. Right. So, I mean, so that, that's you know, your level of confidence in Dennis maybe, Schroeder. Maybe Mark Gasol gets hot, I guess. Um, you hope you get a couple I threes mean, from geez. him. You know, Drummond, I, I guess, you know, you, maybe he's in better shape now, puts in some buckets, but – Schroeder, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe Montrez get... Harrell can can live up to the contract that he signed. Maybe maybe that's a possibility. Yeah, it it, it feels like they're it... they're a too deep team, and then beyond that, it's kind of anybody's yeah. guess as to who's gonna who's gonna and, fill in. And part of the, what you know gets under discussed about the Lakers is their defense, right? We saw last yes. year in the bubble that was huge, uh, and we saw in games two and three 
how good their defense is. Well, without AD, their defense is not the same thing. And they rely a lot on on their defense because they don't shoot very well, right? So they can't outshoot teams very often. Um, and they just they just suffocate you on defense. We get we saw it in game two and three, right? The Suns were held what ninety two points in game uh, two. I forget what ninety about what about ninety ninety five in game three. Um, you know, but without AD there, they not score as many points. Yeah, it's, he's not preventing uh, as many points. Yeah, it's uh, this is a uh, this is a bad spot uh, for the Lakers. But uh, you know, we, we will see uh, how the panic uh, ensues throughout the course of the show. Because as you figured out with NBA fans, they go from level one to level ten panic uh, and uh, defensiveness. Uh, so we will uh, we will be getting into that more uh, throughout the course of the show. He's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up next, uh, there is a topic of conversation in the world of sports that is back. It is something that you thought you were over with. You thought you were never going to have to deal with it again. Yet here it is right in front of your ears. We got it for you next here on FSR. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. He's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Coming up in, uh, we'll get to it uh, later on this hour, Uh, one of Jeff Schwartz's favorite athletes. Uh, This is a man that he relies on for inspiration throughout the course of his day. Uh, And there is a a betting opportunity on this man that we can all take advantage of to make a little bit of coin on Memorial Day. We'll have that for you here uh, coming up uh, later on in the hour here on Fox Sports Radio. Very uh, fun conversation that should be. I'm sure we'll get no reaction at all from this conversation. <laughs> no, not even. Uh, no, definitely. It'll be uh, be uh, nothing but uh, crickets on the other end because nobody likes to, uh, to to defend this guy as much as they do. But we will get into that uh, later on in the hour. I'm very, now, very excited about it. Listen, I'm excited about it too, Tim. And we, we're just grateful you can be a part of it. Now, that being said, um, you mentioned earlier, so your brother no longer plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, you have been accused. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not here to, to, you know, say who accuses you here on this show, Danny G. Roberto. You've been accused of defending the Kansas City Chiefs way too much. I mean, do, do you dispute that, or do you find yourself in a, in a tough spot now That's because your brother's two Raiders not... fans, right? The, yes. Okay, yeah, they're Raiders yeah, fans. The Raiders yes. that yeah, haven't been in the playoffs in like a thousand years. Um, look. I, I think Danny G and Roberto, uh, unfortunately, aren't here to defend themselves today. We will be back together Friday so they can defend themselves yes. then. I mean, look, do they do they sleep with, like, the October Super Bowl championship banner in their houses, like, over their beds? <laughs> like, something that, they, that you know, is it important to them that they won the Super Bowl in October? Uh. I, I thought winning the Super Bowls in February were most important. But for Raiders fans, obviously winning a title um, in October is more important. I mean, take, you know— Taking a lap around the stadium, just soaking in Arrowhead after a big win in October. I mean, what is better than that if you're a Raiders fan? Because you know we know they're not going to win in December. John Gruden's record in December is like under under forty percent. Um, so you look, you take little wins like October wins in, in, in Arrowhead Stadium. It's all that matters for that. Yeah, and and I mean with with that you know with that being said, I mean you talk about wins. I mean uh, you know the, the the Kansas City Chiefs have had a really really successful run. Uh, I would argue uh, Patrick Mahomes is already a Hall of Famer. Like if, if, if he, he were retired now today, Hall of Famer. Ooh, interesting. I guess it yeah. depends on your definition of what Hall of Fame is, right? I mean, okay. I I I waver on this. Is it? Is it a hall of um, like impactful NFL players, or really NFL, or is it like 
Hall of, of the, Longevity. Because I feel yeah. like at times we do Hall of Longevity, which I don't think it should be. Yeah, um, and, and I totally agree. Uh, like Calvin Johnson is a Hall of Famer, and, and part of the discussion as to why Calvin Johnson is a Hall of Famer Megatron is because they ask, they ask the question, can you tell the story of the NFL without mentioning this player's name? I don't, no, because yeah. no. I, I don't think you can tell the story of the quarterback position without mentioning Patrick Mahomes because he's doing things and, and, and making plays and doing it in a way that we've never seen before. I think already he's a Hall of Famer. He's been to two Super Bowls. He's won one and would have been to three straight if not for that overtime uh, disaster yeah. on defense against the Patriots. I, I think the, the best way to to put that is he's put eight playoff games, right? Yeah. And he's lost two of the eight playoff games. Yep. One was the, the the one you just mentioned, the overtime loss to the Patriots where, you know, shut out in the first half, 31 points and 28 plays in the second half, all right? Against New England Patriots. Yep. And Bill Belichick. You know that defense that year kind of carried them, right? The offense wasn't that great. Then last season, he lost to the Bucks with 18 backup offensive linemen, okay? Like, this year, they're the overwhelming favorites, in my opinion, because of what they did to their offensive line. If Pat Mahomes is upright, you cannot beat the Chiefs. Like there's no, He doesn't have off games. His, I take that back. He's had a couple games in his career that are, that are below average. Otherwise, even his bad games, Jonas, are above league average in efficiency. Yeah. Like, he, even when he plays bad, he's still good. And I think losing... Look, you never want to lose a Super Bowl, right? Obviously, the feeling is it must must be awful. I, it, it, you know, to get that far, I never got that far in my career. But to get that far, to then lose that game, is I remember after the the Niners Super Bowl when they played the, the Chiefs, I was there, you know, with my brother on. I remember looking at like Joe Staley of the 49ers, right? Joe Staley's been to two Super Bowls now. They lost both of those at the very end, right? They yep. lost the Ravens at the very end of that game, yep. and they lost the Chiefs at the very end of that game. You know, imagine a guy like Joe who's played in the NFL 10 plus years, you know, big physical left tackle, like heart and soul of that team. He's been through the ups and downs of that of that franchise. And imagine that feeling. I, I like I looked at him after the game, the way he was walking off the field, like just broken, right? Just Knew that broken. Was it. Knew that and was it. And and like so, I, losing that that is just is the worst. Now, I think that for the Chiefs specifically, losing that Super Bowl was was it can be a good learning lesson. A couple things: one, obviously, fix your offensive line, which they did, and, and not did they only fix it; they added depth. So even if guys get hurt, they have other guys that can play. Look, everyone dogs Mike Rimmers. Guy can play football, right? You don't play along in the NFL unless you're a good quality offensive lineman. He will be a backup now. He might be the third or fourth tackle. And, you know, if you need someone, he, he come in and play, right? He played for my brother all last year. Um, but I think just for Andy Reid and the Chiefs, they're going to get back to basics on offense. I think they, last year they got kind of away from what they do. So now you're going to have an improved offensive line, kind of going back to the basics, more quick passes, more action pass from under center, a little more run game, a little more screen game. Um, and they're going to be even tougher to stop because they're still going to have their wrinkles, Jonas, but also they're going to go back to what they've done well under Andy Reid, or really what he's done well for his entire career. How you, If Mahomes is upright, how are you beating the Chiefs? You have to score 45 points to beat them. 
Yeah, and uh, and Patrick Mahomes, he actually in an interview with a Bleacher Report uh, said uh, their goal is much greater than what a lot of people would expect. In fact, their goal has never been done before. Yeah, the, the only record I have my eyes I'm breaking, which would be it'd be new this year, going twenty and zero. Okay, you know, it's not a, that's not a really a record to be broken, I guess you'd say. But I, I think nineteen and zero is the record right now. So being able to go twenty and zero, be the first one to do that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so there's uh, Patrick it's actually, Mahomes it's, it, uh, standing in front of a Nickelodeon uh, game, apparently. Uh, um, he was, yeah, interesting. I, look, undefeated is hard to do, right? We saw New England last try that a couple years ago. Actually, it's not even a couple years ago. It's a long time ago, 2007. Um, it's, it's hard to do for a couple reasons. One is that Andy Reid rest starters in the season. It's like week 17, if they're undefeated, and I guess week 18 now, right? They're undefeated. And he's going to rest it. He don't care. He'll rest the starters. He'll get ready for the playoffs. Um, but, two, like, it's hard if you're the Chiefs. We saw last year with the Raiders beating them. It's hard when you get everyone's best shot every week. And if you have one week where, you know, just you just don't give it 100%. You, you don't have it in you, right? It's week 13. You're 11-1. and one. You know, the team you're playing needs it more. You just, you know, you just, or excuse me, eleven and zero, right? You just, you just, you kind of just like lay an egg. It happens in the NFL. Undefeated is hard for that reason, I think. I mean, it's a great goal to have, obviously, uh, but I, I, I would never wager on a team going undefeated. No, it, it no, it's not happening. Especially um, in, a, in a long season like this now, with more, probably more injuries or like one extra I'll, game. I'll say this: I don't think a team's ever going to go undefeated again. I think those days are done. Well, I mean, for, like, the last time the, it happened was 72. Yeah, though, and, that was, that was a sh- and it was a shorter season. So they didn't have to play as many games. Yeah, I, I, I just think with the schedule, the addition of the games, with, with getting everybody's best shot. And also, there's such a, there, there's such a fine line between so many teams. Like, like, even, like, think about this. Like, a, a big point spread. What's considered a big point spread in the NFL? <laughs> yeah, it is a touchdown. So, it literally, one guy crossing the goal line is the difference significantly from one team to the next, according to the betting market. So, I yeah. just, with teams, with so much parity, I just find it hard to believe and, that anybody's going undefeated again. And think about this, too. With the new schedule, which is 17 games now, the, act, the added game is a one-versus-one game, right? Yeah, it's a it's a you know number one in in AFC West it, this year it's the AFC West, the added divisions the NFC North I believe right so yep. the Chiefs and Packers are playing in a game that regularly would not be on the schedule. Well, one of those teams is going to lose that game right, so one of those teams is is, is not going to be defeated. Um, and I think it'll be Packers with Aaron Rodgers, but um, you know so it's just it's tougher to do that now. And again, attrition and I'm really this is what I'm looking forward to seeing this year is. Again, the players, they're still going to offseason program. They decided they, they don't want it anymore. But, you know, how does that 17th game affect the injuries? And, how do and, players prepare for that 17th game, knowing their season is going to be an extra week longer? And here's here's the other thing that, that I think, like the Warriors went, you know, what was it, 73-9, uh, and nine, um, you know, a couple of years ago. Like that was, you know, that was a goal that they had to get to. Or Did they go 73-9, and right? Or did they go, yes. se- yeah, 73-9. They, they beat the Bulls by one game. Yeah, and, and so, the, you know, the Warriors had that impressive run and all this stuff. Like here's here's the other aspect of this that I do think is what makes it so difficult to accomplish it in the, in the NFL you got to deal with the elements. 
And there are games that are impacted by weather every single year, especially later in the year. Look, man, the Browns played in a couple of the, 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 the worst weather games I've seen in a long time. Yeah, they played back-to-back weekends at home this year with C- bad weather. Crazy. It, and like, with like 50-mile-an-hour winds that were just, I mean, extremely difficult conditions. And it's not like baseball where you could get rained out and 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 the, well we'll just play it again uh, play it again later on no 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 if it's raining you're playing and and you've got to also deal with that and that's why so I think I think I think that's another aspect of why it makes the NFL and, and winning every single game on your schedule that much more difficult because you are also having to deal with the elements especially later on yeah. Um... It's one thing when players check the schedule. It's one of the things that we check is late weather, late season cold weather games. We hate well, cold is miserable. It just sucks. You know what the worst part about it is? If it's snowing, it's fun. Snow is fun. Um, also, when it snows, it's typically not that cold. Um, is it's just like the whole like walking into the stadium is cold. The locker room is cold. Like everything is cold. Your warm up is. It just sucks. And no one wants to be cold. Any player that tells you that's lying to you. No one likes the cold. Uh, were you your a short hurt? And, like and you were oh, you, you had to be a sh- you had to be a short sleeve guy too, right? Because you don't want them to having the ability to grab onto your long sleeves underneath your uh, jersey. So you had to be short sleeves. No, you know, I had to be short sleeves. I had to be tough. That's our offensive line. We're tough. Okay. We don't. We're, we're never cold. No. But um, when I was a younger player, I remember like standing on the sidelines in some cold weather games. I think it was specifically it was actually the first game I think I ever played. It was at New England in '09. It was uh, like sleeting the entire game. And um, I played like, the last three plays of the game. But but you know, I'm a young guy. It's my second year in the NFL, and I'm like, I'm not wearing a jacket. I'm gonna tough it out. I'm like shivering on the sidelines. Like I'm just, I'm such an idiot. My my hands are my. I wear, wear this cast on my thumb. My cast is soaking wet. Doesn't even work anymore. <laughs> I'm just like miserable. I'm shivering on the sidelines, not playing. And like the older you get, you're like, just give me the jacket, man. Who cares? Well, look, you, you give need, me the jacket. You know, you've you've probably had conversations with your wife about this. When you guys go to a nice fancy dinner and she's got to get all dressed up, what's the first thing she does when she gets home? Takes off her high heels. Wants no part of them. You got to make sacrifices. You got to you got to risk yeah. com- comfort to look good sometimes. And that's what you did trying to play Jeff Schwartz with no sleeves. I mean, that's I, what I mean, you got to do. The, but. The amount of, of, of tricep hair I have, people might encourage the sleeves. Okay, that's good. All right, see, now, now that, that's a whole other discussion. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, listen, uh, you, you've got a pitching mound with a, with a toupee on it uh, on your arm, and, and, and people are having, a, having fun with that while they're trying to get around. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other discussion. A, a hairy tricep is never a good thing, uh, but, uh, but we will, uh, you know, uh, if you are looking for a breakdown on hairy triceps on Memorial Day, uh, there you go. Uh, congratulations, you just got it here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. He's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, top of next hour, 10 minutes from now here on FSR. It is a tale of two teams in one city, and you could not have a more different feeling for either fan base than you do currently today. We'll have that for you here 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Now, uh, Jeff Schwartz, um, a man I know you're a big fan of, very fond of the great Tim Tebow. I know you followed along his pursuits uh, uh, with the New York Mets and their organization. I think you I uh, you actually uh, splurged and got season tickets to the Mets uh, minor league games. Is that correct? Because you wanted to see uh, Tebow I, I, close. Yeah, I did. I, I actually moved for the season. You did. <laughs> I was just so I, I was so enthralled to see him to see him strike out every every bat. 
Yeah, it's um, Tim Tebow. Uh, there are odds out. Now, uh, he is uh, getting a tryout with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, there are odds out. The one that I think is the most interesting is the touchdown props because there is a prop up. Tim Tebow over or under two and a half touchdowns in the upcoming season. I think this is all predicated on whether or not he makes the team, but nonetheless, that is where the line is set. There's a limit on the line, so they can basically throw whatever they want out there if you can't bet past a certain amount. So that being said, I mean, uh, you've got to be leaning heavy on the over, correct? I mean, Um, Tim Tebow? Yeah, a lot of these a lot of these uh, wagers do uh, rely on uh, really are set on on him, uh, you know, being able to play this year. Otherwise, um, you know, they're they're not going to the action won't won't happen. Um, him making the team, I should say, playing week one. Um, oh, gee, it would be very bad for me if he scored over two and a half touchdowns. If he scored a single touchdown. If he made the team, um, I would I would have to delete some tweets. Um, <laughs> I uh, look. I saw him. There's video of him the other day catching. Them. There's a photo actually of him, and he's catching the ball, not even looking at the ball. I was like, "That's a great start." Um, there's a video of him blocking, and I'm thinking to myself, even people that are trained to block have trouble blocking. My man hasn't blocked a human in his life. And he's gonna go out there and day one install. They're gonna install power, and he's gonna be blocking a defensive end. Like, get out of here with that stuff. <laughs> I just the the reason why a lot of us. Um, there's a lot of pushback on Tebow is because the people that defend him do not speak honestly about what his NFL career had been. He played three seasons in the NFL, three regular seasons. He started 16 games. He was not a good NFL quarterback, guys. He wasn't. And people talk about him like he was a Hall of Fame NFL quarterback. What you do in college, and I have no qualms with saying he's one of the best uh, college quarterbacks of all time. One of the best players of all time in cultural history. There's no doubt about that, Jonas. Yeah. But that's not the NFL. And we're not talking about what he did in college. We're not talking about the leadership at Florida. We're talking about leading an NFL locker room. And he hasn't been on an NFL roster in eight seasons. Like, let's be honest about what his career was and where he's at right now. No one in that locker room cares about Tim Tebow, guys. I'm telling you right now, nobody cares about the four-string tight end who was an unsuccessful NFL quarterback in his previous NFL stint. No well, one cares. I, I mean, I happen to care about him because I'm going to bet money on the over of two and a half touchdowns this year because here's why I think this, this is happening. If he, if he makes the team... Urban Meyer, because of Urban Meyer's ego and all involved, is going to do whatever it takes to try and get Tim Tebow in the end zone several times. You know, you, you know that's going to play into this, Jeff. It's going to happen. Urban's going to pull some strings and make it happen. Yeah, pull you. strings. It's his team. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, this is a Tebow's world. We're all just living in it. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now.